Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. everyone and welcome to our next episode. Today what I want to talk about is the numbers. Now one thing that I think a lot of us struggle with is when we think about the numbers it doesn't sound like it's the most exciting and for some people the fun side of your business. A lot of us love to really spend a lot of our time on the creative side, you know, creating imagery, looking at the colors, looking at the flow and the feel, maybe writing, doing videos like I'm doing today. A lot of us enjoy this because not only does it tap into our creative sides of our brain, what it does is it allows us to explore the possibilities. However, when we start to look at things like the numbers, sometimes not only are the numbers not where the fun stories are sometimes, they can feel overly complicated. They can feel like, what am I supposed to do with this information? And it can also feel like, yes, I can look at the numbers, but why does it really matter in my business day to day? What should I really be paying attention to? And what I want to do in today's session, what I want to do in today's podcast is really start talking about how you should be using your numbers as a kind of window into where your next success can be. Because the reality is when we talk about our numbers, and I'm talking about your revenue numbers, I'm talking about your open rates in your email, I'm talking about your engagement rates in your social media, I'm talking about your attendee rates when it comes to your webinars. So any of those numbers that are indicators of how well you're doing as a business how well your marketing is doing, or how engaged people are. Those are the numbers that I'm talking about. And what I want you to do in your business is spend some time, especially this month, we're starting a new month, so I think this is a great time to do this, is start to look at your numbers. The other reason I want you to think about the numbers is we're in unprecedented times. There's a lot going on as far as changes in people's business models, things that used to work aren't working anymore, or certain types of channels from a marketing standpoint are maybe not available to your business. So what I want you to do is start to work towards a level of resilience in your business. And the best way to get there is to start to look at the numbers. Now, I don't mean we're going to do a ton of bookkeeping. I don't mean you're going into accounting at this point. What I want you to do is start to think about what are the numbers in your business that help you understand the health of your business. Just like we do for our bodies. When we go to the doctor, they take our temperature. They may take our blood pressure. They may look at our pulse. These are numbers that they're looking at to get a general sense of the health. It doesn't mean that there might be some stuff going on, but that's kind of just gives them a high level and specific indicator of how we're doing. I want you to do the same thing in your business. Now, the key here is we have to pick what those metrics are for your business. We all run different types of businesses in different areas, and we run businesses that are based on really a diverse 
group of services and products. So you have to figure out what they are for your business. But I really think you should be thinking about what are your kind of five, I would say, maybe key metrics that help you understand the health of your business. Now, if you're watching this live, or even if you're watching this recorded, and if you want to share what your metrics are, what you use for the health of your business, I'd love to know in the comments. But what I want to do today is give you some recommendations on things that you should be looking at, and also help you understand how to use these numbers to really help you solidify your business and give your business a sense of kind of strength during these challenging times. Now, the first number or the first place I want to start is I want to start talking about budgets. Now, how many out there have budgets? Let me know in the comments if you have a budget in your business. I know some of you may be like, Stephanie, budget, and just trying to make it work and make it happen. And I completely understand. Sometimes we're just running, running, running in our businesses. We don't maybe invest as much time in planning. But even if you don't have a budget or if you do have a budget, what I want you to do as far as a metric, as far as understanding what's happening in your business, I want you to start to look at where you're spending money and where your income is coming from. I want you to know at the tip of your tongue at any point in time, let's say on a monthly basis as an example, how much revenue do you make each month? And how much do you spend in expenses? Now, the reality is that number is going to ebb and flow month to month, and that's okay. But what I want you to make sure that you know is that you understand how those numbers are fluctuating throughout the year, especially if we're looking at the end of kind of 2020, these next six months. I want you to start to look at what those numbers are going to be. If you have the information documented, spend some time in the next week or so and analyze the first half of the year. Because what we want to make sure is not happening. What happens sometimes in businesses is we are making enough money, meaning we're bringing in enough revenue, but our expenses keep tipping up. They keep getting higher. And as your expenses start to go up, your income becomes less. Because all the money you're, that, that's coming in, instead of it being income and potentially either income you're paying out to yourself or reinvesting in your business, if it's going to your expenses, you are ultimately making less money. Now, let me make this a practical example. So say, for example, you have a business. You, may, you bring in about $3,000 in revenue. If you have $2,000 in expenses, that means your income is $1,000. That's a good, solid business. Make some money. We could do some work to maybe change some of those percentages, but that's kind of the example I'm talking about. And what I don't want to happen in your business is you start to generate more revenue. Let's say, for example, you're making $10,000 in revenue now. So your business is growing. It looks like things are going well. However, your expenses have started to tick up to $9,000. So once again, you're only making $1,000 in income. So you're working harder, you're servicing and helping more people, but your income is not going up at the same rate. For some reason, you're really kind of spending money on things. And what may make sense in your business is an analysis of your expenses to make sure they're in line. Now, I'm using this as an extreme example to send my point. Your numbers may not be that lopsided, 
But what I want to make sure is that as you grow, the difference between the revenue you bring in and the expenses that you pay out continues to increase and become greater and not become narrow so that you are growing your business, but you're really ultimately not making more income. And if you're looking at your numbers, if you're paying attention to what's going on in your business, you can make a change now and make sure the second half of 2020 is better for you. And keep in mind, this isn't an analysis of, did you do this right? Or why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you catch this earlier? That's not the case. Things have been happening these years. Expenses have been piling up. New expenses may be there that you didn't have before. Maybe your revenue isn't what it was before. And what I want you to do, especially since we're in this nice mid-year kind of checkpoint, is make sure you're taking the time to do this analysis so we make the corrections that are needed to make sure you get back on track. So don't think of this as a criticism or an evaluation of you. This is really you stepping up to a leadership opportunity in your business where you're going to be looking at what is happening to your business, how is all this change, all this influx, all of the things that have happened this year that have impacted your business, looking at the numbers and starting to make the strategic change and the differences that you should be making so that your business can potentially get back on track. That may mean spending less money on things that you spent before. That may mean changing over from monthly payment plans to annual payment plans so you can save 20%, maybe get two or three months free. That's really a great option as well. It may mean looking at some of your expenses and just making sure you're using all the software that you've signed up for in your business. You're using all these tools. A lot of times we forget we have employees that have maybe left the business, so we're paying for their email accounts and we don't need them anymore. Maybe you have some software that you plan to use and you're not using it, so let's not continue to pay that $9.99, that $15.99. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to use these numbers to help really shore up your business. And I know this may feel like it's a lot of work. It may feel like, oh my goodness, Stephanie, how am I going to get all this done? But what I want you to do is take some baby steps toward it. I want you to start to say, okay, well, let me just look at my numbers holistically. Before I have to do accounting and analysis, let me just look at how much I have spent. Let me look at my credit card bill for my business. Let me look at some of these numbers and just start to get familiar with them to see if there's a story in there that helps you right-size your business, okay? Now, it doesn't mean we're gonna spend all the time on budgeting. It doesn't mean that's the only place to spend some time on looking at the numbers, but I find in this environment, it's a really important thing to do. And I wanted to nudge as many of you along as I could to make sure that you're not missing this opportunity to make changes in your business to help your business get financially stable. But what I also want you to do is think about your other marketing activities. Think about all the work you're doing. I get a very common question when I work with a lot of people where they're like, what should I do next? What should I be working on? What should um, should I be doing this campaign or should I be doing this activity or should I be doing more in social media? And when I often tell them, when they ask me that question, I go, well, let's look at the numbers. What's happening? 
So when you're looking at what you should be doing in social media, what should you be doing more of? If you're wondering what's working and what, <coughs> sorry, what has not worked, what I want you to do is I want you to start to look at your numbers in social media and start to use the numbers to help you. So if you've been doing a lot more Facebook Live videos, have you noticed that you have greater engagement for those live videos? If that's the case, then we're using the numbers in social media, the insights to say, maybe I should do more live sessions because my audience responds to it well. If you're seeing that you're doing posts that are a little bit more funny or maybe they're edgy, if you're doing more imagery types of posts, if you're doing polls, polls is a really fun one. We've been doing a lot of polls in our social media, especially on sites like um, LinkedIn, and people have been very responsive to them. So when we see that someone is responsive to something and people are participating, then what we say is based on the numbers, let's try to do more polls. Now, I don't mean you do a ton of them. You do like five of them in a week. We don't go overboard with the numbers, but what they can become is indicators of what we should do next, where we should be spending our time, and how we can get more impact from the work we're doing. And once again, I don't mean a deep dive. You're going to read everything from a social media standpoint that you've ever seen as far as numbers from a social media standpoint. I want you to start to look at your results and see if it can help guide you forward in what you can do and get more results from it. Now, sometimes what I hear from people is I get this response of like, nothing's working. I've been doing all the stuff that people have talked about. I read all the books. I've gone to a ton of webinars and listen to podcasts and nothing's working and I can get it. I understand how it can feel frustrating at times, how it can feel like you're doing all this work and you're not necessarily seeing the sales. But the question I will have is well, what's happening? What are the numbers telling you? So if you're seeing that you feel like things aren't working, then I'm going to say, okay, if we think we have a revenue problem. The question is, where is it? And often your numbers can help you identify those challenges and those problems. So for example, if I'm doing cooking classes as an example, what I would do is I dig into the numbers in someone's site and I would see how much traffic is landing on the actual sales page. You know, the page that a person is going to click on to sign up for that cooking class. So while they may say, Stephanie, I don't have as many students and enough people signing up, not only am I going to look at the actual sales, I'm going to say, are they getting the traffic? Because the reality is, is if you're not getting enough people to that page, we can't get enough people to sign up. So for example, if you're trying to sell a class and I only had 20 people land on that page to sell the class, it's not really possible to get 100% of the people that show up on your sales page to sign up. So you can have 20 people sign up for your class. The numbers just don't work. So what that's an indicator for me when I look at those numbers is that there's not enough exposure to your sales page. Not enough people are getting there to even make the decision to come to your class. So when you say something like, this isn't working or that isn't working, the idea is we have to use the numbers to help us identify 
where the challenge is, where that next fits. So if we notice that not enough people are getting to the sales page, then what I do from a marketing standpoint is I say, well, what am I doing to get the traffic to that page? When I do a Facebook Live, do I include a link to my cooking class signup page so that people can watch a Facebook Live, love the information they're getting, and see a link that brings them to the sales page? Because if people aren't showing up, what that means is you need reminder emails to get people to show up. Because if 100 people register for your webinar and only 30 people show up, you may not have enough tools in place to get them to show up live. And that's how I want you to think about your numbers. That's how I want your numbers to help you grow. And what I really want to make sure is that you spend time in this midpoint of the year looking at these numbers, seeing what changes you can make, looking for solutions, even posting in the comments. You can let me know. Hey, Stephanie, I looked at your numbers. I took your advice. And guess what I saw? I saw this and this and this. And I'm trying to figure out what's my next move. I can help you with that. I can give you a recommendation even in the comments. Or if you want to send me a private message, that's fine too. But what I want you to really get more comfortable with is using these numbers to guide you to success and to kind of a new kind of beginning towards what what could be in 2020. I know 2020 has been hard. I know many of us have been impacted by it. And I know many of us are still struggling and trying to find our way and our footing. So if you're in either one of those kind of paths, I understand this is not a message to to wag my tail and say, or wag my finger at you, sorry, and say what you should have done or Um, Why didn't you do this? This is more of a reminder. Like I mentioned before, this is the nudge to remind you that sometimes the solution to a problem, to a challenge, sometimes that next success and growth opportunity for you and your business is in the numbers. So spend some time looking at your budget, spend some time looking at your social media metrics, spend some time looking at your email marketing metrics, or even if you do Um, webinars or workshops or anything like that, look at the numbers and see if the numbers can help you identify a gap or a challenge that can help you create a new marketing approach so that we can get those numbers not only headed in the right direction, but get you back on that path so that you can have the resilience that you need to get through 2020. You can find new sales opportunities And so ultimately that your numbers start to drive your business forward and you're never feeling like, I don't know what to do next. You're never feeling that frustrating feeling. Instead, you're starting to look at the numbers and see the opportunity in your business. So with that, we'll wrap up today's session. I hope that has helped some of you. I hope that has inspired some of you. And I hope some of you I'm going to give me some feedback and let me know how you're using this information, how you're using these ideas, and how you're going to be using the numbers to really turn things around in 2020 so we can celebrate a success story for you. All right. Goodbye, everyone.